Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to a special interview with former NWA champion, former GCW champion, and numerous accomplishments in the World Wrestling Entertainment, and one-third host of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, Matt Cardona. Matt, before we get into this, could you say, you people, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here? <laughs> I was about to say, I mean, is this the, the figure forbidden door being busted wide open? Great tweet last night, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, controversy, as Eric Bischoff says, uh, controversy creates cash. So let's see. So uh, what has been news since we last talked five years ago? Man, I think a lot a lot has changed. There's been a lot of ups and downs, mostly ups, uh, you know, but I, I reached out to you guys because I saw, listen, uh, I saw the, the 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 backlash about the price of the Super 7s from, from our fan base as well. And trust me, we'll get into it. We'll deep dive into it. Um, you know, do you think I wanted these to be 75 bucks? Of course not. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, you and I will have a fun discussion regarding sure. those, of course. Why don't you go ahead and get your plugs out of the way? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> just follow me on social media at the Matt Cardona. You'll find everything. There's a, a bunch of stuff. I mean, the major wrestling figure podcast, another figure podcast. I'm sure we'll talk about that, um, mm-hmm. you know, in a little bit too, but it's not really about me plugging the stuff, but just, I kind of wanted to get out there because listen, I'm on these message boards too. I check these YouTube videos out um, and I get, I get where people are coming from. Like $75 is insane. It's a lot of money. So if you don't mind, I'll jump in and okay. I, I'm going to go ahead and defend them. Okay. Oh, you're gonna get some heat for that from your friends. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm at the I'm a 43 year old guy, dude. It, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, actually, I'm gonna defend him because one thing I always kind of go back to is Eric Arana from Boss Fight Studios. He came on our show one time, and he made a comment, and he said, "Every single paint stroke that goes in to a figure being made, every piece of articulation, every little detail." cost money. Right. And that's what you guys have done with your recent wave two of figures sure. is your gear. We'll get into that. Your gear looks right. amazing. You've got the belt, you've got the extra hands. There's so much that goes into this that collectors, we see the sticker shock, right? Of course. But at the same time, we've got to pull ourselves back and go, okay, okay. Super seven isn't Mattel. That's very important to, to take into consideration. Yes. And on top of that, you know, they don't kick on the machines for 10,000 figures or whatever it is, right, you know, right, however right, it is. Right. But, you know, Super 7 is a small kind of out by us, San Francisco toy company. And they're working their butts off to make these quality figures. And unfortunately, there is going to be a cost in there with them. Right. Now, I would like everyone to pause this interview if they haven't watched our interviews on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast with, with Brian Flynn. Brian Flynn is the Vince McMahon, if you will, of Super 7. We, we did a deep dive into this over an hour's worth. So listen, I, I don't actually 
listen, I do make figures, cheap plug, major bendies, but I'm not in the factories of Super 7. So he's using a lot of terminology that if I tried to recite it right now, I would butcher it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he does a better job of explaining uh, like the tampo prints and stuff like that. I can yep. dumb it down uh, for yep. myself, you know, um, but I run everyone to listen to that because that's right out of the horse's mouth, right? I can say what I want to say, but in this interview uh, with Brian Flynn, you have the owner of the company explaining it. Uh, you know, from my point of view, okay, we do Super 7. Um, I'll give you a, a, a long story. Hopefully, I don't bore anybody. No, uh, go for it, dude. We get, we get released from WWE. Within, mm -hmm. I want to say, two or three days, Brian Flynn reaches out. He says, hey, we want to make ultimate figures of you, Brian, uh, Gallows, and Anderson. I'm like, well, holy shit. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is incredible. Because, you know, fortunately, we had some jacks. We had some Mattels. But you don't get input on that right you know, it comes out you see it you want something changed tough shit uh, <laughs> i think actually towards the end uh we did have a relationship with mattel being in the elite squad i think brian was able to add his daughter's tattoo uh, but other than that you don't really have say so to be hands-on in this process was going to be a dream come true and you know when you get fired from wwe you have a 90-day no compete clause so we knew we don't have to wrestle we can't wrestle for 90 days. So there's no reason to come up with new gear. Well, oh shit, we have to, mm -hmm. because we're going to make these super sevens uh, available pre-order. We need gear. So that like instantly started the creative process, which was fun, you know? Um, and of course the figures come out, the, the pre-order. And that's another thing. Even I at first wasn't sure like the pre-order it's, it's really an order. You know what I'm right, saying? Because right. we're used to as wrestling for your fans, you pre-order from ringside or some other site, you pay a little premium, but you can get it in Target or Walmart in a couple months for a little cheaper. That's not what this is because uh, unlike Mattel, like you mentioned earlier, they're not making, listen, I don't even know how much uh, Mattel's making per figure, 50,000, a hundred thousand. I would something around there. I don't know. They've got to be doing good, <laughs> sure, but, but super seven doesn't work that way. They take the order and they make the amount that's, that's warranted. Of course they make a couple extras for, you know, returns, uh, you know, if something's broken. So, but they're, they're not making, uh, 50,000, a hundred thousand. Uh, it's a relatively low run for a figure. Mm -hmm. So that's why it takes long to come out. And of course it took even longer to come out because we were crazy. And we're like, no, this is, this is not right. This, this, this silver needs to be changed to white. And, Cause we were hyping it up as the most accurate recipe ever. Right. If we put it out and we knew in our heart of hearts, it wasn't, how could we do that? You know? So, I mean, I apologize for the delay. I guess that's, our fault, but I'm glad we took the time and, 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 and perfected everything we could. Now, listen, I've heard, I've, I've heard the complaints about the faces and we agree with you. I think the faces on those super sevens, I listen, I know the sculpts are perfect. I saw the hand painted prototypes. Those are perfect. I think when they're, I don't even want to use the term mass produced because we know they're not mass produced, but when they're, they're going through the factory, they almost look like I don't want to say cartoon versions of humans, but not, mm -hmm. not realistic humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hasbro's and, sure. And, and, and we explained that to Brian Flynn in the past and we called him out on the interview that I just mentioned. So, so mm -hmm. check that out. Here's a plan to change that for wave two. Uh, but to fast forward, we get approached. Hey, we want to do wave two. Mm -hmm. Well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Sign us up. Right. Cause we, we love these figures. Um, 100%. So I, admittedly think of the craziest gear I possibly could and the most toyetic gear I possibly could. And if you've seen the pictures, it's, it's got splatter paint. It's got dinosaur bones, spikes, it, it's spikes. It's nuts. And I'm like, yeah, throw in the internet title. Right. <laughs> um, 
And honestly, I thought Super 7 was going to say no. I thought they were going to say this is too intricate. This is too crazy. But they didn't. Right. And it got far along in the process, uh, you know, where the prototypes were made. And we're about to launch. I guess it was last Friday or the Friday before that. And the Thursday before launch, I get a call from Brian Flynn says we got a big problem. And that the factory is like upcharging the hell out of this, this splatter paint deco. And uh, I guess the plan was originally that it would be some sort of uh, uh, now I don't use, I don't, I'm not using the right term, but it was supposed to be like some sort of randomizer, you know, so it didn't have to match exactly where like, if we had two figures, they wouldn't be exactly the same. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I see where you're going and, with that. And, that. and that would make it a lot cheaper. Okay. Uh, but the factory wouldn't do that. They said, no, it has to be exact. So every little color slash swiggle is a, is a tampa print is a, and that each little design costs money. Yep. So our back was against the wall. I was like, okay, so what do we do? We either dumb down the figures that we, we've been hyping up for months where we, we, and we make them inaccurate or do we jack up the price? And unfortunately we, we chose to jack up the price because we could not, again, we couldn't put out figures that we knew were not accurate because listen, you have a podcast. I have a mm-hmm. podcast. We're both figure fans. We both bash Mattel and AEW if one little detail's messed up. <laughs> like bre- like a breadhead? Sure, exactly. Right. <laughs> or, or the shape of those bread glasses. I'm glad they got the I'm glad they got the color right, goddammit. Uh, kind of. <laughs> but we could not, as not only the host of the podcast, not only wrestling figure fans, but we could not put these out and hype them up if we knew, you know what? Like they could have been better. Right. And and we and we and we just couldn't do that now. People, I've been seeing other comments. Well, why don't you just choose other gear? Okay. It's not like they told me two months before, right when I picked it, hey, this is going to cost 75 bucks. And I said, fuck it, let's do it. No, I found out the day before that it was already, it was either don't paint all the, the splatter paint on or charge 75 bucks. If I had known this in advance, I would have chose something else. But that's not, we, that's not the cards we were dealt. I think people think that you know, Matt and Brian, they're, they're selfish. They just want to make what they want to make. Don't care about the fans. Of course not. I would have, gladly changes something simpler mm-hmm. but that's i'm not going to dumb down what was already designed that i wouldn't do and i stand by that you stuck to your guns and listen i i get 75 bucks it's it's insane yeah it's insane i mean i i was a kid too buying the hasbros buying the the bendoms 75 dollars it's unbelievable but th- that unfortunately that is what the world is coming to i mean you look at some of the uh the simpsons figures thank god they put out some 75 dollar ones oh the heat's off, off us for a little bit. Um, but man, like I, I totally get why people, uh, you know, have that sticker shock, as you said, because trust me, we had it too. And it's also Super 7 being, as I mentioned, a smaller company. Right. I, it, trust me, I want to jump into the Transformers. I want right. Soundwave. I want Optimus. I want Megatron. I want all those things. But man, 55 bucks, it's tough to swallow. But at the same time, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I understand everything that's gone into making this. So I understand where you're coming from regarding Prince, regarding Deco. I back you on this. I completely right. understand you 100% on these. And I appreciate that. And even I think our first Super 7s were 45 bucks. And the, the price of Ultimate has already jacked up to 55. But even at 45, that's a lot of money. Yes. Because people are used to, myself included, buying an Elite, yep. uh, you know, buying an AEW. And they're like 20, 30 bucks maybe off ringside. So 45 bucks was like, holy shit. But now to ask people to spend $75, listen, we get it. We, we understand if you're out and no hard feelings, we totally understand. But if you're in, thank you so much. 
uh, we, we greatly appreciate it because we want this, this line to continue as long as we can. And trust me for, for series three, if this is series three, I'm going to know, let's not choose the most toyetic outfit <laughs> you could think of. Um, but I mean, that, that's the truth. I mean, I wish I could, that that's me being as transparent as possible. We found out the day before it was either cut the jacket and the, and the splatter paint or make it 75. And, and, and I stuck to my guns and I, and I'm proud of it. I, I'm not proud that the figures can be 75 bucks, but I'm proud that it's going to be as authentic as possible. And um, listen, if, if you don't like super seven, if you don't like the articulation, listen, I get that too. I'm not saying, you know, I think it's, everyone can have an opinion on what is the best, right? Absolutely. I, I want to make sure that there is no debate on what is the most accurate. Right. If that makes sense. Oh, it makes complete sense to right. me, dude. By the way, I do want to go back to your wave one. You guys might've started a trend with including figures of yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's, that was another idea. Cause we were just throwing ideas at super seven. Like when they said you can have accessories. So I was like, well, how about dog tags? How about a microphone? And when I, when I pitched the action figure originally, I thought they were just going to, you know, mold a little like square and, and kind of like print on what our, our figure looks like min in box but no uh -huh. they actually molded a little figure which was incredible and now uh you know listen other other figures have had it before uh now there's like a gi joe slaughter coming out with one right yep that's so it I, I think it's cool yeah as i said you guys set the trend on it man <laughs> <laughs> um i want to kind of speak to the listeners and the fans here if you guys have the means to do it because we're all going through the inflation we're all going sure. through what this current climate is in but if you guys have the means you guys are huge fans of cardona and myers do it i i am encouraging everybody to go out and do it if you guys have the means to do it, i understand you know the sticker shock but if you guys get a bonus and you have some money ex extra left over why not <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen of course i want everyone in the world to buy it uh but listen that's just not the reality and i totally understand i totally if someone doesn't like the figures i get that too i respect that if someone can't afford that i totally respect that mm -hmm. um but we're gonna we're gonna try to hype these for as long as we can i think there's like a month uh or so left in the pre-order because we want these to be successful because guess what at the end of the day we want super seven to say you know what if Matt and Brian were so successful and the good brothers were so successful and Andre successful, why don't we get so-and-so or so-and-so or so-and-so? Yep. Um, why not? Right. I, I would love, there's so many people in the wrestling industry who don't have uh, a WWE legends deal. So Mattel can't touch or AEW is not going to touch. Yep. So luckily now I think we're living in this, this figure Renaissance with all these smaller companies starting up, whether it be super seven or, or zombie heels and faces or Chella. Uh, you know, how, I mean, how many retro companies have come out in the past couple of weeks? Uh, <laughs> we I, I that, love it. Yeah, we got that Rush Collectibles as well. Yeah, Rush Collectibles, uh, those CWFs, uh, and Major Bandies. Like, I, I think it's a boss fight. There is so much out there to uh, pick what you want, pick and choose. I, I'm not, you know, I don't expect anybody to be a, a completionist these days, you know? It's nearly but impossible. It's, it's impossible. But I think pick and choose what you want. Buy what you like, buy what makes you happy, buy what, what gives you the feels, whether, you know, I'm looking at this, uh, here's another cheap plug, but it's already sold out. So these zombie sailor heels and faces, uh -huh. like to get uh, a Dino Bravo after all these years, like, yep, I love that. Or, or even Chella making figures that, you, you, you know, they're making Mo for men on a mission. Yep. And I, I love that we can do that. And, and I, I blame, and I'm not using blame as a bad word, uh, Zombie Sailor and Chella for, for forcing Mattel to bring those retros back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I were... think I think Mattel's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> These companies over there are making money. We're not. I don't think so, pal. <laughs> so th now they're back. So yep. if you're a Hasbro fan, this is 
holy shit, it doesn't get better than this. <laughs> Let's go back to your super sevens real quick. You guys mentioned, or you've mentioned that your backs were kind of up against the wall and you, you had to do what you had to do to make it $75. What else has been the tough part regarding getting these through the process? Honestly, super seven dealing with super seven has been amazing. Um, you know, every step of the way they'll send us, um, you know, a picture. And then we're like, no, this needs to change. This needs to change because we do want these to be as accurate as possible. Like I, I've said uh, that button is the wrong color. You know, I, I've gone into <laughs> detail about certain things um, and even at the and it's hard right now because we're living in this pandemic. And, and, and Brian Flynn, he, he, he mentions this in the interview is that typically they'd have somebody over in the factory. Right. So if something something isn't right, they can fix it. Like there's someone there in person say, no, go, go change this shade of blue. Someone goes upstairs, they paint it to the correct shade of blue done. Right but now there's nobody from the U S in those factories. So they're taking a picture. They send it to the U S then they're like, I'll fix this. And they have to send that back. And sometimes things get lost in translation. So for instance, you know, the whole time for series one, we were getting all these pictures of all these, you know, of all these uh, incarnations of our figure, if you will. And for instance, like the, the white MC on my knee pad looked fine the whole time, but, Really, it was silver, and I couldn't tell by the pictures until the last round. We're like, wait, that silver should be worth like, no, it's been silver the whole time. I don't think we can change it. I was like, well, you gotta change it because like that's how crazy I am. I want because I listen, we're all collectors, we care about that stuff. Exactly. Maybe I'm more anal because it's my figure, but I'm like, no, the silver has to be white, and like I don't know if we'll be able to do it. And literally, I did not know if they were able to do it until I opened the figure. And thank God it was, it was changed. Do you think that you're very uh, noticeable about those types of things because of your first Mattel figure, the pant leg was wrong? Yeah. I mean, listen, I think all of us uh, at the end of the day, these are figures right now. And I get with Mattel, you know, they have to split that cost uh, in one step between six different people. So they make certain cuts here and there, but for these figures, especially for this price point, first of all, when they were 45 now, especially when they're 75, I want every single detail to be there and be accurate because I don't want people to have reasons for, for not liking it. Now, if they don't like it, they don't like the articulation or they don't like how the heads look. That's, that's, that's up to them. That's fine. But mm -hmm. I don't want them to say, Oh, well, the, the paint's wrong or this logo is wrong, or it's missing this, that I can control. I can only do what I can control. You know, exactly. Exactly. Right. Oh, also I wanted to bring up a uh, shipping. I know a lot of people have also complained about super seven shipping and yes, it did take a long time to get the new Japan figures, Yes, you know, current events, what's going on right now, whatever. Um, it does take a little while to get stuff from super seven. Sure. So it, I hope people will kind of put that in the back of their mind when they do pre-order the figures. Look, it is what it is. It's the current environment. It's going to get here when it gets here. Is there an estimated date, by the way? Um, I'm sure it's on their website. And now guys, I shouldn't even be saying this because I make more money if you buy it from super seven, but do it through big bad or entertainment earth or ringside companies that don't necessarily charge you right away. Right. Or you know what? Hold off. Cause they're getting them. You know, I shouldn't even be saying that, but that's the truth, right? Yep. You, you don't have to, you know, no one's forcing you to spend the money now and wait, don't, you know, get get it when ringside gets it. Or I think, I think it's big bad where they don't charge you till it ships. Exactly. So, so you can go that route if you want. Uh, you know, personally it, you know, it's better for us if, if you get it from super seven, but I totally get if you don't and listen, I wish it didn't take this long for the figures to come out. Right. Uh, I believe the first super sevens were supposed to come out in maybe like August and finally came in like January. So, and, and like I said, that, that was a mix of the, the pandemic problems and a mix of 
us wanting to make things accurate. <laughs> well, I do applaud you on uh, really going in depth and doing the detailing work and everything like that. Look, it, if you guys have the means, go out 75 bucks for each for Myers and Cardona. Right. I'm encouraging everybody to go out and do that. I really want well, people. I, I wasn't expecting that. And I appreciate that. And listen, I get it. I'll say it again. 75 bucks is a lot of money. Uh, but we're going to put our heart and soul because trust me, the hard work is not done. They just, they just made a prototype. Now let's, we have to go through all the steps of the factory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're, there's going to be a lot of corrections along the way. Uh, and we're going to try our best to make sure they're as close to those prototypes as possible. And yes, we hear you on the faces. We agree with you. <laughs> they need to be painted better. The only thing I, I will disagree with people are saying the sculpts are not good. That I disagree with. I've seen, I, 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 I've seen the, not only have I seen the render, I have the unpainted heads. I have the painted heads. Scopes are incredible. The painting needs to be better. And Brian Flynn explains in the interview how he thinks he can make that better. Now is the factory up to a hundred percent staffed over there or are they working at 30%, 40%? That's, that's a great question. I'd be lying if I even tried to give you a, an answer. I don't know. Okay. Cause I know that there were certain companies that due to the pandemic, they only had certain amount of people working over there, like 30% yeah. of the crew or whatever it may be. That would so, make sense. I'm just not sure. Yeah. So be patient on the shipping, you know, just put your pre-order. It's kind of set it, forget it. And <laughs> so let's move over to the major bendies real quick. Yeah. What has been the toughest part doing that line? Just getting that line up and running. Well, you know, uh, fortunately, once we got released from WWE, we got to control our own destiny, so to speak. So we had some figures with ringside collectibles, figures of super seven, but, you know, we don't have all the control. And by control is like, if there's a problem at the factory, I want to know what that problem is. Right. You know what I'm saying? If there's a delay, like first our ringside figures, because the pandemic got delayed two years, mm -hmm. you know, there were figures that we designed while still in WWE and then just came out recently. That's nuts. And that's because of the pandemic and factory issues. So we decided, Hey, you know what? Let's start our own company and, and test this out because at the end of the day, we're all wrestling figure fans. I mean, I'm 37 years old. You, I love wrestling figures. You're sitting here. You got a wall of classic behind you. We all have something wrong with us, but in a good way. And that's what you know, <laughs> brings us together. Uh, so, of course, I wanted to design these figures. And listen, I don't think anyone was like, you know what? You know what they should bring back? The Bendems. But, but, but we were. and Because, listen, we couldn't do another retro company. At right. the time, there was already two. Now, there's four or five if you count Mattel. Yep. So like, well, what can we do? Uh, we even, we, we tried doing the bone crunchers, but that was too expensive. And then Chella figured out how to do that. So bravo to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're like, you know what we both, Brian and I, we both loved the, uh, the just toys bendems. I think a very underrated line. If you go back. Oh, wholeheartedly agree. And, uh, you know, we decided to try that. And, and fortunately it was something we were able to do. And you just got that, uh, prototype ring that was in the catalogs, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. I was able to get the, the, uh, the unreleased prototype ring and uh it came with the blueprint so i guess technically we could uh recreate it because we know exactly how to make it and did you get the dink too it came with the dink that's oh, right yeah. man yeah. i've been i have been looking for that one for so long <laughs> that, that's been my number one for a while uh so when i won that i was very very happy yeah and you and i both have our articulated ljn hogan's that we got from bill yes yes i i, I love that um 
Uh, listen, I, I grew up with LJNs, uh, into yep. the Hasbro's, into the Jacks, and just never grew out of it. Even like the Titantron era, I was kind of like collecting and hiding, you know? But now <laughs> I think we need to break this stigma, you know? Uh, when the 40-year-old virgin came out, the guy was a legit virgin. He has these detolfs full of <laughs> figures. He's a loser. He's a virgin. Listen, I, I'm not a virgin. You're not a virgin. I, I'm sure most people listening are not. Like, this This stigma needs to be broken. Right. Uh, if, if video games are cool, uh, if comic books are cool, I think collectibles or wrestling figures all figures should be cool too what's old is new right absolutely and by the way yes it is an unhealthy obsession with these wrestling figures if you know what i mean no i mean my garage right now is just a a storage unit basically of just extra stuff that doesn't fit my tour room that i don't want to get rid of or sell because for most of the time i do sell it off and then buy it back and then, so I was like, you know, from now on, I'm just going to keep it just in case I get bigger real estate. But who knows if that day will ever come? <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, so a two part question. I will kind of go back to WWE a little bit. What has been the hardest part of transitioning out of a corporate company such as WWE and then going into the independence and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a, a tricky question, because for me. Uh, I've mentioned this before in other interviews that when I got released from WWE, it was at a time in my career where I was offered a new contract and did not resign. Mm -hmm. uh, not saying that I wasn't going to resign. I just didn't know. I didn't mm -hmm. know what I was going to do. Uh, I was thinking about it for, for over, I guess over a year because right before WrestleMania the year before I was offered the deal, uh, declined it and it was kind of in negotiations uh, up until I got fired. Mm -hmm. uh, my contract was going to be up in that August uh, so for me, it was like this instant sign of relief, like this, this anxiety was taken away from me because I was living with this, uh, monumental decision that I had to make every single day. And then the decision was made for me and it just, man, instantly just things changed for me. Um, and I was very excited I, and it's been, in my opinion, the best time of my career, the most fun, most creatively fulfilling. Um, it's been a blast. So the only thing that's been hard to adjust with, I mean, I guess, for instance, I just got injured, right? I got hurt. If yeah. you get hurt at WWE, they take care of everything. They pay for the surgery. They pay for your rehab. You get paid while you're rehabbing. Not now. Not on the Indies, pal. You know, you're paying <laughs> for that surgery. You're paying for that rehab. You're canceling bookings. Uh, but it comes to the territory. I can't complain about that. It is what it is. I knew what I was signing up for. Yeah. You and I had this conversation. Uh, you had a cadaver tent to put in your left bicep. Yeah. And this is the stuff that I deal in. This is my... This is what I do every single yeah. day is I yeah. deal with surgery. It's actually, it's actually, it's a right bicep. I don't want to correct it, but it's the right bicep. <laughs> Thank you. I would have had to, right. I would yeah. have had to issue an omission. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> um, look, I'm, I want to say, I'm very happy you reached out. I really am. And sincerely from the bottom of my heart, I'm happy you reached out. Um, the past is the past. I'm looking forward to the collecting community around all of us. I, yeah. I respect the hustle that you and Myers have done for you know since the day happened where you got released from wwe so i i totally respect that and i respect you guys for everything that you guys have accomplished and what you guys are doing nowadays from major bendies you guys have your your own figure line you guys grew up with toys you love toys you guys put together a major bendy company you got the super sevens going on i'm happy for you guys i really am well, I appreciate that. It means a lot. And, you know, I, I do believe that it should be one fig community as we use the hashtag, because like, listen, at the end of the day, you know, like these retros, for instance, you know, there are so many companies, but it just helps the other companies grow And it. You know, for instance, if someone's listening to you guys, they love your show, they, they type in 
you know, wrestling figures into their podcasting. They find us or vice versa. Right. You know, this isn't the Monday Night Wars here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and we, there, I mean, I can't even tell you how many wrestling podcasts I listen to. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's just so many. Oh, or or for Disney theme park. Po- I'm not like, well, I got one Disney theme park podcast. I will not listen anymore. <laughs> no, it's like the more the merrier. And I search for more. So, I mean, I, I hope that people listen to both these. And if somebody starts another one or if there's another one already, they go find that because there's something for everybody in every different podcast, I think. And on top of that, like, this is so fun for all of us. We enjoy, you know, like for you, finding the ring, finding the day, yeah. that type of thing. Uh, you know, you get that rush of excitement. We get that rush of excitement when we SDCC is right around the corner. For sure. Absolutely. When those pop up on the computer screen, we're going to be going bonkers for it. Right. And so... It's such a fun community. I mean, you, you do have the trolls. Everybody's got trolls, but for sure. But at the same time, it's a fun community to be a part of. And seeing all the figures that Mattel, Jazzwares, Cella, Zombie, everybody, Super Seven, is just throwing at us is just it's so great, man. So, anyways, I wanted to I did want to say that. I did want to say I'm happy for you guys and the hustle you guys put behind everything you guys are doing. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, like you guys, you've been doing this for, we've been doing the podcast for four years. I, what do you guys do? Six years, seven years? I mean, it's been a while, right? I, I don't know, dude. I'm very old. I forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like you guys, you guys took your passion. You guys were, you know, brothers who collect recipes. Hey, let's talk about it. And, at the, you know, Brian Myers and I, we're, we're, we're storyline brothers, right? We're not real life <laughs> brothers, but it was kind of the same deal. It's like, okay, we text each other about figures all the time. Anyway, talk about it. Let's, let's just get behind a microphone and see if anyone listens. So I don't, understand why people can't listen to both versions or if there's another podcast and then another listen to them all you don't have to pick and choose like i said exactly Um, there's just no there's there's enough time in a week for people to listen to more than one wrestling figure podcast when you sit behind a desk you throw on podcast after (laughs) podcast after podcast or you put on 80s hair metal sure sure (laughs) by the way i need to know what's the uh disney theme park podcast you listen to Oh my, I mean, I, I, I'll DM it to you. There's so many right now. I mean, there's uh the, the Diz Unplugged is where I listen to get my news. Uh, there's <laughs> podcast, the ride where it's almost like uh comedy, like, you know, they'll, they'll break down a ride each week, but it's like three comedians do it. So it's kind of funny. So <laughs> there, there are so many, there's one that I listen to um, WDW prep to go where it's all about planning your trip. So just like as ridiculous <laughs> as it sounds, th- there are so many Disney podcasts that I just listened to. And I probably listened to, one percent of the amount of disney podcasts that are out there so i mean i think the more the merrier for wrestling figure podcast oh absolutely i wholeheartedly yeah. agree yeah i was telling you scott's over in disneyland right now so i'm jealous yeah i'm oh, jealous dude, me too man he's mr yeah. Moneybags over there <laughs> <laughs> as i said i do wish you guys the best of luck and i let's not wait five years to come back on the for show sure. and stuff man i would yeah. love to have brian on mark i've never talked maybe, to mark maybe we could have you guys on our show how about that we'd love to and honestly, oh my God, the 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 figure wrestling figure world would explode. By the way, you set <laughs> you set Twitter on fire last night. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I do too, man. But at least go look at the Super Seven Cardona and Brian Myers figures, and at least give them a shot. I understand the sticker. We've mentioned it numerous times. The sticker shock, as as many times as we mentioned it, but just go look at them. Hopefully, you guys will kind of be like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. And just go look at them and the pre-order buttons right there. Yeah. I mean, or I, like I said, I can't believe I'm saying this or wait, wait, wait till they're actually done and make your decision. Um, 
I'm confident that they're, they're going to be as good as possible. Uh, listen, I, I'm not there in the factory. I don't make the decisions. Uh, of course, we do have some influence because we are the, uh, I guess, licensee or, you know, like whatever it is. I don't know all the technical terms. So we do have some say and some influence. But, you know, we're going to do our best to make these the best uh, wrestling figures possible when it comes to uh, detail. Now, listen, I think the articulation is fine, but I understand people want different stuff for figure photography. And I get that. I'm not going to say no. It, the Super 7 way is the best way. No, it's all it's all opinion. But I will say this. I'm going to try my best to make sure it's the most accurate wrestling figure ever. Uh, I tried to make it the coolest and most toyetic. Yes selfishly for me but for you guys too i listen i didn't think they're gonna be 75 bucks but i at the time i knew they were gonna be 55 bucks yeah. right, so let's make this a 55 dollar figure let me think of the craziest gear that i've worn that we could do let's throw in the internet title and then that you know i kind of backfired because now they're 75 but uh <laughs> they're, they're gonna be incredible figures and um you know if you could pre-order them now great if not wait and and, and judge them then and if still not that, that's perfectly fine yeah. And as you said, go to Big Bad Toy Store, go to Entertainment Earth. They're all there. And I think what's going to happen is, is when they start hitting people's hands and they, Twitter starts kind of cycling through all the pictures that are coming in and people are taken, I think there's going to be some FOMO or some people trying to get their hands on it. I mean, honestly, like I, I FOMO'd on my own figure because Super 7, when we, you know, uh, made the deal with them, we were able to place uh, orders at discounted prices. So I ordered a certain amount of Matt Cardone. I was like, oh, I'll sell these at the gimmick table, give them to friends and family. I did not order enough. And now I'm ordering from Amazon, recycle, wherever <laughs> I can find them. Because the thing with Super 7 figures, and I hate to use this as a plug, but it's true. Once they're made, that's it. They're not making more. Yep. So like the, the Matt and Brian figures, the Series 1 are about to be extinct in the sense that, you know, Super 7 doesn't have them. Mm -hmm. Ringside's about to not have them. I don't know if Entertainment Earth still has them or not. But then the only place to get them is eBay. And then that secondary market, I mean, the market's the market. You yeah, know? right. So once we get to that, you know, it's, it's out of my hands. And plus you get the beautiful packaging with Super 7 that goes along with it. You know, you get the, uh, the fold that comes up. And I mean, listen, I, I'm a let him breathe guy. I love taking those figures <laughs> out of the box. But the, the I think that's another thing that can't be, uh, you know, um, debate is that the, the packaging is incredible. I mean, the 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 layers, literally layers uh, just to open that figure, whether it be the cardboard box, then you got to take it out of the wrap. Then you got to take the belt off, then the cover off and then it's in the package. Uh, I think that attention to detail is really cool. So if you're a mint in box, mint on card collector, it's great. Uh, or if you're a, a let him breathe guy, let a, you know, a Lucy guy like me, it's great as well. Well, and also on top of that, if you keep them in the package, you can always go to your gimmick table and get it signed. I, I can't tell you how many of these I've signed in a nice uh, paint pen. I, I, you know, I want to know what you guys think about. You guys have a paint pen preference, a company preference. Posca paint pen. Okay, there you go. We're all about the Posca. Yes, all about the Posca. I'll DM you the links. But oh, no, I'm keep... a Posca guy as well. I know there's some people who are into the Sharpies. Ooh. 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 Oh. Uh, no, I can't do a Sharpie. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Posca guy. Um, love the Poscas, love the different colors. And then I just recently learned you could just order on Amazon, like I, I like the white is my favorite. You can just order white Poscas. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. And then actually, you know, what's funny is Brett was here in San Jose a couple of weeks ago and I got a few things signed, but he had Posca paint pens already lined up at that oh, table. Oh, smart. So, you know, he, and it was funny too, because he had every color you need. So I was like, ah, oh, I don't even have to use my own. So this is great, you know? So I'm, I'm going to ask you a question now. I'm going to sure. be on the spot in your own podcast. So when you're getting the figure signed, do you want the color 
to be like totally different from the figure in box so it pops or do you want it to be something similar like brian mars wants to be totally different yeah. i need it like a psycho to have you know, some color that matches the box. So I am a person that always goes for contrasting color. So I agree okay. with Brian. To me, the auto needs to just pop. So sure. like for, for example, I'll use the Brett ringside exclusive that where he was right. in all pink. Yeah. When not to knock anybody because it's their collection, so they can right. do whatever they want. But when I see pink on that figure, it drives me insane, dude. Okay. I agree with you on that. Maybe I would go white for that. Okay. So but I, I couldn't do like blue. Oh God. I couldn't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I won't send you a, a picture of my figure, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. You want blue? Oh, I'm a sky blue that's, guy. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Here, here's another thing we've been discussing on the podcast. Speaking sure. of super seven. Sure. Uh, you know, cause so many people have gotten the, the Matt and Brian signed and it's, uh-huh. it's pretty cool for me as a fan in this ultimate line to be in the same scale and the same universe as Andre, the giant or the Ninja turtles or the power Rangers or we talked about Disney a lot, Mickey Mouse. So it got me thinking, could you go to Disney World or Disneyland with this Super 7 <laughs> and get Mickey to sign it in a Posca paint pen? Now, a couple of our fans did, and it looks beautiful, but the debate is that that's not really Mickey Mouse. It's just an actor. And my argument is, no, once you step through Disney World or Disneyland, it is Mickey Mouse. Ooh. <laughs> now, okay. I'm, not say- I'm not saying you can flip this. For- I'm not saying this is for value. I'm saying that like for my collection, I think it would look nice with a Mickey Mouse signed Mickey Mouse. Now, listen, I'm not saying you get it graded or you put it on even. I'm not saying that. <laughs> yes, that's valueless. But I think the sentimental value uh, is worth so much more. And then we took it one step further. Okay. Well, you can't just get like Mickey in his regular outfit to sign Sorcerer Mickey. It has to be Sorcerer Mickey signing <laughs> Sorcerer Mickey. I, w- I want to know your take on that. Okay. So great question, man. <laughs> Loaded I, question, I, right? I never thought of this, but <laughs> well, I mean, so do you, if you get the super sevens, I'll go back to them as well. Yeah. If you get their Simpsons figures and you go to universal and go into Simpsons land, you see Homer and you get Homer sign it mm. or, or what I would rather do is I would rather get the voice actor to sign. Okay. The and, and that also will go back to the Transformers thing I was kind of sure. mentioning earlier. Uh, the voices of Megatron and Optimus are going to be in Sacramento in a couple months. Wow. And so, That's like, cool. yeah, so this has been one of those things that I've been like, uh, do I go and get Optimus signed by the voice actor? You know, that's kind of one of those things. But to me, if you do that, that's your collection. Right. And if that makes you happy, then do it. You know, I want you to do what's going to make you happy. Obviously, if you're going to do that, you're not, at least in my opinion, you're not going to flip it, right? No, right, right, right. And I, I'm glad you said that because I'm a firm believer that there are no rules in collecting. There's no there's no best collection. It's everybody's collection is their collection and it's yep. special for, for that specific reason. Uh, you know, whether you just collect Ric Flair's or whether you're a completionist or whether you just get what you want, there are no rules. And I think that is the ultimate rule. Yeah, uh, that's the only rule to collecting is that there are no rules and just just have fun with it. Yeah. By the way, I do want to add, if you guys do go in and purchase Posca paint pens, make sure it's the medium tip. Don't get oh, the fun- yes. I, I did want to throw. I yes, did want to I throw agree. that. Yeah. Yes. Make sure you get that medium tip. I just wanted to throw that in there. You know, Matt, I appreciate. I'm going to say it again one more time. I appreciate you reaching out to us this past week and. I want to be, I want to be on your guys' show. Scott will be with me. Yeah, we'll definitely, uh, we'll do that. The, the next month's crazy. I go to Australia. Then we got Comic-Con and stuff, but we'll try to do it by the end of the summer. We'll get you guys on. That sounds good. And you yeah. know what? I would love to have you and Brian on at the same time as well. And to have the four of us have a, uh, a tag team match or something. Oh so. <laughs> man, let's do it. Let's do it, baby. So Matt, thank you for reaching out 
appreciate you. And you know what? Happy 4th of July to you and Chelsea. You too. Everybody have a great day. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully posable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.